This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, and and always at at the game. game. It's time to take you out to the ball game as News Radio WGNS Primetime Sports brings you prep baseball and softball coverage. Swung on, bouncer second, could be two, flip the second one, on to first, it is! We'll take you to the first pitch with everything you need to know about today's game. Swung on, high fly ball, deep left field, and the park won't hold it. There's a drive, deep left, this ball is gone, and what a shot. It's the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. Since opening our law office in Murfreesboro, on Medical Center Parkway, just across the street from the hospital, we've helped hundreds of people get the legal help they've needed when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com or call us for a free consultation. Remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Now to John Dinkins and Brian Barrett, who are standing by live for today's broadcast. Well, good Sunday afternoon, everyone. Ryan Barrett here from Riverdale High School, the reservation side of the Class Single A Baseball State Championship. It's the last day of Spring Fling, the last event of Spring Fling. A couple of days delayed, but here we are. Glad that you're along with us here on this bright, sunny, and warm summer-like afternoon. The Eagle Eagles come into this contest with a 36-2 and mark on the season, taking on the McKenzie Rebels, who are 26-7 and on the season. Eagleville has outscored their state tournament opponents 35-1 to since uh, defeating Bradford 11-0 in uh, the Eagleville bracket, 13-0 win over Coalfield, and an 11-1 win over Bradford to get to this championship game. That was a five-inning game, and the 11-1 victory put Eagleville in the championship game. They have not played since Friday. They played on Tuesday one game, Wednesday one game, Friday one game, and now here we are on Sunday, and they've got their ace going today, and that is, of course, Mr. Baseball in Class Single A. Mr. Nathan Brewer will be on the mound for the Eagle Eagles here this afternoon. So uh, we also have McKenzie tell you about their road getting here to the state tournament championship game. McKenzie uh, defeated University School of Nashville 4-3. They played that game on Tuesday at Rockvale. Then they had a long layoff with all the rain we had. Rockvale's field just couldn't continue on. And so they brought the single-A tournament over here to Riverdale after the two-A tournament was finished. And uh, Peabody defeated McKenzie by a 2-1 score. That's when on uh, Friday afternoon, uh, McKenzie dropped down and defeated Gordonsville forcing a couple of games which were played yesterday with McKenzie um, beating Peabody in two games. It was Peabody's first loss, defeated them in two games, 
and the reason we're playing on a Sunday is can't play three games in a row. So that's why we're playing here on this Sunday afternoon. It's McKenzie at 26-7 and and Eagleville at 36-2. and Eagleville will be the home team. They won the coin flip, so let me give you the McKenzie lineup first. For the McKenzie Rebels, Colin McLearen will play left and bat first. It'll be Hayden Hickson at third base, batting second. Batting third, Jake McDaniel, the DH. In the cleanup spot, it's Ty Anderson, the center fielder. Jackson Cassidy will catch at bat fifth. Batting sixth will be Zayden McCaslin, the shortstop. Tate Suber, or Serber rather, S-U-R-B-E-R is your pitcher, and he is batting seventh. Batting eighth will be Nolan Renfro, the first baseman, and batting ninth is Braden Birmingham, the right fielder. They're DHing for Hayden Garrett, the second baseman. So McLearen, Hickson, McDaniel, Anderson, Cassidy, McCaslin, Serber, Renfro, and Birmingham. For the Eagle Eagles, Carter Rockhold will lead off and play short. It'll be Ryan Winters catching and batting second. Nathan Brewer will pitch today and bat third, batting fourth, Tanner Mabry, the first baseman. It's Colton Daniel playing second and batting fifth, batting sixth, Braden uh, Baker, Braden Baker, the left fielder. Brady Burns will bat seventh and play third. Batting eighth will be Ben Thompson, the center fielder, and Brody McLemore will play right and bat ninth. They do have the uh, DH designation uh, on Thompson, so they could leave Thompson in as DH if there is a pitching change of any type. So your uh, lineup for Eagleble, Rockhold, Winters, Brewer, Mabry, Daniel, Baker, Burns, Thompson, and McLemore. Brandon Bassham is the head coach of the uh, Eagleville Eagles, getting them to this championship game with a 36-2 and mark on the season. John Dinkins uh, joins me here, and uh, my goodness, after all the rain that we've had, John, it's nice to get a sunny day. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a little warm. <laughs> it is warm. I'll, uh, this will be a story for the archives, but what we use to broadcast on as a, a hotspot, uh, internet hotspot, and that internet hotspot got so hot that I had to take it upstairs and cool it off five minutes before airtime over the air conditioner. But we made it work, and it's stuck in my shorts down here, so I can't move. <laughs> a little more information than well, I wanted, Brian. There you go. But um, I, I guess before we go along too much further, um, they're having the meeting at home plate. And, uh, you know, John, for Eagleville to have – been one of the charter members of the TSSAA and win their first team state title yesterday in softball and a chance to do it in baseball the next day. That's that's what uh, stories are and legends are made of right there, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, it's just that's the way God works, I just have to say sometimes, <laughs> you know. And, and uh Great baseball team they have, and a tremendous softball team that assembled one. They, they've done their job. Now we're hoping the baseball team will get to do that today. Well, we want to congratulate the uh, softball team on their state championship run yesterday, with uh, their season coming to a close with the state title. 
and a 21-8 mark over Huntland, a team that they played seven times this year. But uh, in the region finals and those state tournament games, they won them all, Eagleville did. So congrats there. So we've given you your lineups. We're probably about to have uh, the uh, announcement of the lineups here and also the uh, start of this Ladies game. We have a six-man officiating Campus, crew here for this championship game as well, so they've got it covered. Well, there's no way we'll have to do replay today. It's all covered. Between the McKenzie Rebels. Sure does look like it, doesn't it? And I've even been to church. And the Eagleville Eagles. Yeah. Great for the Eagleville Eagles today. They put in a request today. Yeah. Well, they are giving the starting lineups here, so uh, give us a chance to go over those once again before our, our last break. It's uh, Colin McLaren, Hayden Hickson, Jake McDaniel, the first three for McKenzie, Ty Anderson, Jackson Cassidy, and Zayden McCaslin. Then uh, Tate Serber, Nolan Renfro, and Braden Birmingham. For uh, Eagleville, Carter Rockhold playing short, batting first. It's Ryan Winters catching. In the three-hole, Nathan Brewer, the pitcher, Mr. Uh, Baseball. Congrats to him uh, from that designation earlier this week from the Tennessee High School Baseball Coaches Association. Uh, Tanner Mabry in the cleanup spot, batting first. Colton McDaniel, second baseman, Braden Baker. Left fielder in the uh, six hole, Brady Burns. Play third and bat seventh, batting eighth, Ben Thompson, the center fielder, and Brody McLemore in right field, batting ninth. And John, this is a team that I I remember the stat, a couple of stats stood out. They're 35, they've outscored their opponents 35 to 1 in the state tournament. Which is almost unheard of in itself. I mean, really. And and one of them, the Bracket championship game was a five-inning game. Um, also, the entire lineup's hitting over five, uh, over 400 as a, on the season. Well, when you're hot, you can't pick a better time to get hot, that's for sure. Yes, that's right. So uh, they've got the announcement of the McKenzie Rebels in. And now are announcing the Eagleville lineup. And... I can tell you what, the this mound, is probably the biggest crowd third, that I've seen Nathan on this part. One of them, anyway. Yeah, we'll try finding First a parking place about 10 to 1. Tanner, it was almost impossible, wasn't it? I, had, I actually had a little secret place I knew about, so I pulled up. But my, my truck's in danger of a foul ball. Oh, no. I'll say that. I hope you're insured well. I'm going to get WGNS paid for it. Okay. Yeah. Well. Good luck. Number 16, Brady Burns. So as the uh, announcements continue, we are at Riverdale. Riverdale all along was going to be the uh, single-A host of the uh, tournament. They wound up of the championship game. They wound up having to host some games, so they not only hosted 2A, but hosted uh, several rounds of the single-A tournament as well. So... Well, there you go, your lineups. Uh, Mudcat Brewer, one of the assistants for Brandon Bassham and Eagleville as well. We're going to take a timeout, come back, and when we do, it's time to play ball. It's Eagleville and McKenzie for the Class Single A State Championship on State Farm Prep Sports. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan France Concrete. 
Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Hi, I'm Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And while you've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race, that same concept can be applied to long-term investing. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing, and though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it's a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of enduring it. Give me a call, Lee Colvin, at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, member SIPC. And the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. Here's Amy Byers. If you've not been to mtemc.com lately, you might want to check it out. It's got a whole new look, and it is very easy to navigate. Check out Middle Tennessee Electric's new website, mtemc.com. It's a great opportunity to learn more about Middle Tennessee Electric, being able to pay your bill, and check that out for more information. mtemc.com. Farm. It's the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch. Sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day on Medical Center Parkway just across the street from the hospital. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. All right, it's Eagle at 36-2. It's McKenzie at 26-7. It's the last spring fling event for 2022 and the state championship game for single A. Here to bring you the play-by-play, here's John. All right, Nathan Brewer on the mound for the Eagles. The left-hander getting ready to check in here against Colin McLaren. He's the left fielder. And Brewer and his first pitch. Swung on and lined into right field, a base hit. Cut off out there by McLemore. And a leadoff single for McKenzie, that's McLaren. Next stop for the Rebels, number six. First pitch, base hit. Good start here for the Rebels. My sunglasses are so dark, I'm not sure I can even see. <laughs> I got the dark pair because this sun, I knew it was going to be rough. It is. Here's Hayden Hickson, although it's actually a nice little breeze going. Let's hope runner, that keeps up. Runner at third base and the throw over, not in time. So a leadoff single for McLaren for the Rebels. 
And Hickson, the third baseman, steps in there. You got it, Nate. Eagles, 36-2. And, and the pitch. Strike call on the outside corner. And to be quite honest, they just pretty much breezed through this state tournament up to this point. Yeah, and um, something else that I just realized, that this is the first time they haven't played at home in the postseason. Yeah. Wow. That's true. Steps out. Mabry is at first. Daniel at second. Rockhold at short. Burns at third. Baker, Thompson, and McLemore make up the outfield. And Winters is doing the catching. Brewers pitch. Just missed outside. Kind of went to about the same spot. And the count even at a ball and a strike. McKenzie has had some experience here on this turf field, so maybe a little different for Eagleville in that aspect. The pitch swung on. Ground ball through the hole right side. McLemore covering it, and they're going to have runners at first and second. McLemore did a really good job of getting out there. I thought sure they'd have runners at first and third. So trouble brewing here in the Eagles' top of the first as Hickson reaches on a base hit, second hit of the game. Now, was that a solid hit? That was kind of a seeing eye ground ball single. Let's shoot for two here and get out of this thing. Jake McDaniel's the batter, the designated hitter. Brewer on the mound. Working from the stretch. And the pitch. Strike call, 0-1. 83 mile an hour breaking pitch there. Oh, you can see that? That's good, yeah. Good. Are your glasses that dark? They're pretty dark. (laughs) I have to adjust accordingly. The one... One-one pitch is in there for a strike. That and was, he's out in front of uh, McDaniel. That was a little off-speed pitch there, Johnny. Took about 12 miles an hour off of the one. He just threw right before it. And the wind in the pitch popped up back this way. Gosh, we might get some action today. Yeah, boy. Bounce back from the stands. Should have worn a helmet. There is not a play. It's standing room only, really. Yes. I mean, it's. And the people who are standing, there, there's some. I don't know how they can see. Here's the pitch. Swing and foul at the plate. Still alive is McDaniel. I mean, they're all up and down the first base side. The stands are full. Wherever there's room to stand, they're probably 10 or 12 deep. And all the way down the third base side here, too. Our first base side, I should say. Brewer getting in together with the Winters. And McDaniel stepped out for a moment. He's back in there. Runners at first and second. Nobody out here in the top half of the first for McKenzie. The stretch, the pitch, that's high. There's a bunch of people in the outfield, too, on the deck out there. There's still people out in the parking lot, trust me, still trying to get in here. The pitch from Brewer. A little sailed outside. Two and two. Yeah. Two balls, two strikes. 
Runners get their lead. Brewer, it's a big batter to get right here if you can get him. The pitch. Swing, fouled at the plate. And that got him. Got him on the knee. It looked like top of the kneecap. And the count remains two balls, two strikes. Beautiful, sunny Sunday afternoon. Boy, you couldn't. This is good sunbathing weather, Brian. You should take your shirt off. <laughs> well, well, maybe not. A few folks will be getting out of here then, won't they? <laughs> That'll clear the stands. <laughs> I've already got the hot spot in my shorts. What else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> is the coverage good? I mean, is it, is I don't know. <laughs> I hope. Two balls, two strikes, two on. Nobody out here in the first. Brewer from the stretch, the pitch did not go. Held up at the last second. We're full. Three balls, two strikes. Well, McKenzie had a long road to get here, didn't he? Sure did. Played a lot of games and really kind of made an improbable run. They came through and forced the if necessary game and won that one against uh, Peabody. The 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and a foul ball down the right field line, but it's going to be out of play. And the count remains three balls, two strikes. Let's see, McKenzie, one, two, three, four, five. This is their sixth game of the state tournament. This is Eagleville's fourth game. The stretch, the three-two. Popped him up, but out of play. Well, this is a big, big at bat by McDaniel. And I always believe the more you foul off, the more you see what the pitcher has. It's the advantage hitter. Mm. One thing about McKenzie's road, too, John, they played their first game on Tuesday. Then they didn't play again until Friday. And they played one, two, three, four games since Friday. And Eagleville, what, they didn't play yesterday. Their last game was Friday. The pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. After a long battle, Brewer wins it. His first strikeout. And there's one away in the inning. Up next. I guess the point in all of that is Eagleville should be very fresh because they haven't played since Friday. McKenzie had to play two games yesterday just to get here. Ty Anderson, the center fielder, the batter, left-handed batter. One out. Runners get their lead. Brewers pitch. Ball evidently inside, and it's 1-0. Lefty against lefty matchup here. My congratulations to the Eagle girls for winning the state championship. I hate I could not be there for that game. Heard it was a good one. The pitch, swing and foul back. I mean, what again? As you mentioned in the pregame, what what a situation! You've got a chance to win both your softball and baseball team for the first time, both of them together. Well, we're talking about yesterday was the first team sport championship since 1924 for Eagleville, and a chance to win another the very next day. The pitch lined in the left, but foul. Crowd got a little excited, but that was foul all the way. I think Huntland suffered yesterday in that game versus Eagleville. They had to play the 9 o'clock game. It went extra innings. They sat there in the hot sun. I mean, you, you could tell, and Eagleville jumped on them pretty quick and 
really a little two-run rally in the fifth by Huntland, but Eagleville holds on. The one-two pitch. How is that not a strike? And it's two and two. A little change-up. I thought it was in there. I'm going to get my bias showing here. Two and two to Ty Anderson. Runners at first and second. One out. We're in the top of the first. And the pitch. Swung on. Fly ball center field. And making the catch out there is Thompson. And the runners hold. Thought there might be a tag, but there wasn't. And there's two out in the inning. Up next for the Rebels, number 11, Jackson Cassidy. That may come back to bite McKenzie. They may just did not want to challenge with two on. Risk a double play. Jackson Cassidy, the batter. You don't want to make the third out of the inning. That's for sure. I just thought it was deep enough to try it. The pitch swung on, fouled at the plate, dribbled over down the third baseline, and Winters goes out and gets it. And it's 0-1. I mean, Thompson's playing pretty deep out there just in front of the warning track, so he didn't have to come in very much to get that fly ball. Brewer takes a little stretch. Looks in for the sign. Cassidy's ready. Now Brewer is. Here's the pitch. Strike call. And he's down front now. One ball, two strikes. Just kind of froze Cassidy right there. Looks as if our first look at Brewer, but he's around the plate. One ball, two strikes. I'm digging their their baseball shoes, Eagle shoes. I'm digging those. They're either brown or they're really dirty. The pitch popped up, a weak swing, foul back this play. Got the net? Nope. You got to be ready, buddy. I'm watching. Of course, that screen is really tall. It'd have to be a real high pop. One ball, two strikes. Nathan Brewer trying to get out of this first inning trouble. Brewer from the stretch. The one-two pitch. Just got a piece of it and fouled it back. Well, the last three hitters have not had great swings on Brewer. In fact, really the most solid hit was McLaren's. Well, thankful um, thankful for Eagleble there. If that hadn't uh, been uh, tipped at the plate, the runners were going to move up there. So that's the difference between a wild pitch and two in scoring position to a foul tip. He's got two strikes on him. He's trying to protect the plate. Long look into winners. Now he's ready. Big pitch coming up. One ball, two strikes. The pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Second strikeout of the inning. And McKenzie fails to score. They do get two hits, and they lead two. We're at the going to the bottom of the first. It's McKenzie nothing. Eagleville coming to bat here on State Farm State Championship Baseball. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpet Spa Osprey. 
what are some of the advantages that Carpets by Osborne has? Being a family business and being uh, locally owned and operated, we do free estimates. We have our own subcontractors that work for our business. We will come out, look at your floor covering. Throughout the whole process, you deal with an individual. You're not passed off to different contractors. We handle it from start to finish. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. Little Caesars changed the hot and ready classic and added 33% more pepperoni, which makes it 133% better pizza than before. It's really good. Walk in and walk out with a new hot and ready classic with 33% more pepperoni. Slices and sticks. Half pepperoni pizza. Half Italian cheese sticks. Uh, this is more about the pizza. No, it's more about the cheese sticks. Pizza sticks. Walk in and walk out at Little Caesars with hot and ready slices and sticks from 4 to 8 p.m. Little Caesars with four locations in Murfreesboro. Pizza, pizza. Sticks. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our coverage here today on News Radio WGNS, brought to you in part by all of the folks that you hear here on the radio, uh, including our friends at Dr. Automotive, Craig's Tax Service, Sir Pizza, and uh, all of our State Farm agents. We appreciate them all season long. This is our uh, 152nd prep event. Are we down from previous years? Um, rain may have caught it a little bit, but I think Leading we're around about Eagles, 158 usually. Carter, Rock we have been. There was uh, a little early January COVID issues yeah. we, had, we had too. Carter Rockhold, the shortstop, going to lead off for Eagle. What a jam that Brewer got out of in the top half of the first. The batter is Suber. The pitcher is Suber, excuse me. That is Tate Suber. And the first pitch to him is a ball, one ball, no strikes. Well, you've just got to think with them playing so many games that McKenzie is deep into their pitching staff. And the second pitch is in there for a strike, one and one. Rockhold, Winters, and Brewer, the first three to face Suber. And the pitch into the dirt. Well, this is the game you want. You don't want to go into a anything goes game. That one misses as well. I think it's three and one. You're gonna have to be my decipher. That's, yeah, I'm yep. good so far. Yeah, I can't read any of that. Well, it's not up there. Okay, swing and a high chopper picked up. Long throw is gonna be off target, and he's safe. I, I'm I'm gonna say that's. We'll see what the official score says, Brian. But up next that could go Eagles, as an error. 10, it is E5. Winters. That brings up Ryan Winters, the catcher. So a good start here for Eagleville. In that softball game yesterday with Huntland, their, their four errors were huge. And uh, when you get into championship action, John, it, you just got to play solid ABC baseball. And that's a really good Huntland defense, yeah. too. Pitch is high, one ball, no strikes. Eagleville scored four runs on two hits. There were two errors in that first inning yesterday. Winners steps back in there with a one ball, no strike count. It's high, and the count goes 2-0. My point in that is 
you can't give a team that's outscoring opponents 35 to 1 anything free. No. 2 0 the count. Winters has got a good count to work with here. He's a right handed batter. And the pitch is outside. 3 0. Walk would be nice. Nathan Brewer, the on deck hitter. This is what Eagleville does. They score early and they score often. See if that trend continues today. We hope so. And time is called. Coach Bassham over there, I think down there at third, if I'm not mistaken. That looks like him. Yep. Saw the mayor of Eagle today. He was just right here basking, basking in the sun in his championship. There's a strike called. Runner goes. He's in there. Did he come off the bag? He did. Came off the bag. He did steal the base, but got caught stealing as he went too far past the bag. And an alert play by Garrett over at second base. Well, Cassidy kind of threw it, but it was a little high. And when Cassidy came down, it looked like Rockhold just kind of slid past the bag, and he was able to recover and step on it. The pitch. And a shot down the right field line. Foul. The pitch. Swung on. That's going to get through. It does. McCaslin tried to knock it down, but it's a single. And doesn't that always happen? Yeah. Get a call ceiling, then you have a hit. Up next for the Eagles, number well, eight, Nathan Brewer. The difference is, instead of runners at the corners with nobody out, you've got a runner at first with one out. And here's Brewer, the number three hitter. Mabry would be next. We'll hit a dinger and we'll forget all about it. Yep, sure will. Suber on the mound. He's defensively, he's got Renfro at first. Garrett is second. McCaslin's the shortstop. Hickson's over at third. Pitch gets away. Hit him. Oh, it did hit him. Well, that's good news. Not for not for uh, Nathan. Hope he's all right. Up next for the Eagles, number 14. Here's for the Eagle calls. Tanner Mabry, the batter. I think it just kind of grazed him right below the knee. That um, McKenzie outfields McLaren, Anderson, and Birmingham in the uh, in right field, and Cassidy behind the plate. So now we've got runners on, and Mabry the batter, the cleanup hitter, the first baseman for Eagleville. One out, Suber from the stretch. Here's the pitch. Strike call, dip that corner, 0-1. Right-handed hitter. Pretty much even stance at the plate. Pitch, same spot. He's out front, no balls, two strikes. Kind of turn around what we said earlier about McKenzie. McKenzie may have a little momentum here, too, after playing so many games. Kids are pretty it, tough it, and it resilient. Work that way, yeah. yeah. 0-2 hey. pitch to Mabry. Swinging a miss, he struck him out. That was a big strikeout for him. First strikeout for Suber. And it's going to take a two-out hit if Eagleville's going to put anything on the scoreboard in the first. And Colton Daniel, the batter, the second baseman. Courtesy runner, number 11, Keaton Bassham. Bassham running 
out there at second. And that would be for winners. And the conversation is over between Coach Bassham and Daniel. Colton, a right-handed hitter. Well, Keaton is a tall drink of water out there, isn't he? Yes, he is. So Suber trying to get out of an inning here in the first as well. Two on, two out. The pitch. Takes it high, one ball, no strikes. And the 1-0. Strike call on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Suber's pitch swung on, a shot to second. Throw to first is in time, and the inning is over. So Eagleville also threatened, but they come up empty here in the bottom of the first. No runs, a hit. There was an error, and two Eagles left. We've completed one inning of play. We're scoreless here in our state championship game between Eagleville and McKenzie. Stay with us. Sometimes money is harder to get and even harder to keep. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I would like to offer you a discount double check. My team and I can go through your car insurance policy to make sure you're getting the discounts you deserve. Let us help put more money in your pocket by giving us a call at 893-9898. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. Give me a call at 615-896-896. 2013 with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our coverage here brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Middle Tennessee Christian School, and good neighbor State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman at 125 Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial. And also want to say thanks to David Wilson out on South Church Street near Indian Hills, State Farm Agent David Wilson. Nathan Brewer here in the top half of the second is going to face... Zayden McCaslin, Tate Serber, and Nolan Renfro. Leading off the second inning for the Rebels, number one, Zayden McCaslin. Is it Serber or Suber? Well, it is um, on the lineup, S-U-R-B-E-R, so I guess it's Serber. Well, I hope he serves her up some base hits. It's Aiden McCaslin, the batter, here in the second. Brewers' first pitch is inside. A ball, one ball, no strikes. Brewer back on the mound and the pitch. There's the strike, and it's one and one. I can make it easy for the ump if you'll just wait for the crowd to 
make the make a noise. He he can tell you whether it's strike or not. Well, uh, they'll all be strikes. Well, <laughs> over here anyway. That's high. See, they didn't give it away that time. No. Two balls and a strike. Brewer got out of a big jam. Had first and second, nobody out, and got out of it. The 2-1 into the dirt. And he's falling behind. McCasson, three balls and a strike. Assistant coach T-Bone over there helping, too. The pitch, that one in the dirt, never had a chance. And it's the first pass given up by Brewer. So another leadoff man is on. Up next, number seven, Tate Serber. And that brings up Tate Serber, the pitcher. Chance to help his own cause. We'll see whether he bunts or not. It could be. Serber's kind of like Sherbert, Sherbet, kind of, you know, Serber. Yeah. Could be pronounced many different ways. It's just spelled wrong in the other thing. I was looking at it. I missed one. No, not to not to not to bring it out to the ever other listening audience. That if you only knew. I, I think that I think yeah, I know. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, now you know how I feel. Well, I'll I'll, I'll tell you a story about the uh, McKenzie lineup. He does show bun. He takes a strike. So on one. So I had the Eagle Bowl lineup, but it only had last names. So everybody was scrambling to get a roster. And then the McKenzie lineup was coming late because apparently someone was sick and he made a late change and they waited. Throw over, runner back. And we got that um, McKenzie lineup at 12.30. At the same moment, I discovered that the hot spot was too hot and was unoperational, so I had to go upstairs and cool it on the air conditioner and come down and write it in. You can put it in the cooler. (laughs) I guess I could. I don't know that the cord's long enough. (laughs) 0-1 the count, and he's bunting. He misses it, and it's strike two. Sometimes I think bunting is a lost guard just about. Let's see if Suber's still bunting after going, falling behind with two strikes. Runner at first. And the pitch. Strike three called. Yes, sir. That's third strikeout. For Brewer. Up next for the Rebels, number 12, Nolan Renfro. And that brings up Nolan Renfro, the first baseman. You do bring up a good point, though. We might need to have, make our own little air conditioner for our equipment, you know. Just yeah. stick it in well, a box. You know you used to put a fan out there. Right? I, yeah. Everything happened so fast the last two days. It's been yeah. really tough. And the first pitch came from the side with that one. In fact, yesterday, we didn't know whether we were doing baseball or softball because there was, if Peabody had won that second yeah. game, they would have played this game yesterday. 1-0 pitch. There's a strike. Hit the corner right at the knees. And it's a ball and a strike. So I actually got in the vehicle not knowing where I was going to yesterday, picked up lunch and waited until I heard the results of this game and went over to the softball complex because it. I mean, another 10 minutes either way, you'd have to make a call. 1-1 pitch, it's outside. I'm kind of thankful that it worked out this way for Eagleville fans that they didn't have to choose between going to the Eagleville softball championship game and the yeah, baseball championship yeah. game. 
Two and one. There's a strike. Boy, he has got that spot. And it's even, two balls, two strikes. One out, the runners the, who walked to lead off the inning still at first. And a 2-2 count to Renfro. The stretch. Just missed. Mm, three and two. What's a snake ball? Do you know what a snake ball is? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Somebody hollered out snake ball. Well, that was, that was T-Bone. He's got a vocabulary. Well, he knows more about it than I do. You throw over, and, oh, that ball almost got away. What a grab over there by Mabry. That could be the uh, country way of saying snake oil. Could snake be. oil. Could be. <laughs> Three balls, two strikes. But if you listen, you can pick up a lot of good, good things. Yeah. 3-2 pitch. Got him. Another third called strike, and it is the fourth strikeout for Nathan Brewer. Brings up the number nine hitter, Braden Birmingham. He may, I wonder if he gets in trouble with, hey, we want to go to Birmingham? You know. But. What if he's Nate Birmingham from Birmingham? He could be. Yeah. Braden burning. Bur- now I can't say it. Birmingham. The stretch, the pitch, just a little low. It's one ball, no strikes. Brewer matted himself on that pitch. Two out, a runner at first. He has not tried to advance. The stretch, the pitch. Swung on. There's a bouncer second. Let's it play it. The hop and the throw to first. Daniel to Mabry, and the inning is over. No runs. There was a walk, and one man left stranded. We're going to the bottom of the second. We're still scoreless. Eagleville and McKenzie. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. We're at Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive, where, of course, they've got barbecue and smoked chicken ribs, but they have other favorites. Our chicken tenders are delicious. We bread them here ourselves. We have so many different kinds of sides, and our nachos are really good and popular. I love the menu. I could literally eat here every day. Anne Marie Brent's at Rick's Barbecue. We're thankful for the customers. We have a lot of regulars, loyal customers that come in, and when they come in, I already know their order. Bet you're hungry now. We'll see you at Rick's Barbecue 212 Warrior Drive. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our coverage here brought to you by Sir Pizza. They sponsor our podcast at WGNSSports.com and are on East Main, South Church, and Memorial. Also want to thank Bud Morris, good neighbor State Farm Agent, out on Franklin Road, 893-1417. Braden Baker going to lead it off. It's Baker, Burns, and Thompson, the first three here in the Eagle second. Serber in his second inning, and the wine in the pitch. Swung on, popped up down the right side, going to be out of play, I believe, and it is 0-1. 
Baker made the last out of the come on, little man. Good battle right here. top of the second. You'll come on the outside on you now. You gotta watch and the wind in the pitch. Swing and a miss. Took a little something off on that one. And he's in the hole now. No balls, two strikes. No score. We're in the bottom of the second between Eagleville and McKenzie. Here's the wind and the pitch into the dirt. Saw MTSU baseball coach Jim Toman out, taking in this championship game. I saw the coach before that the other day. Strike three called. Coach McGuire. Yep. Yeah, he was over at Oakland. Next for the Eagles, number 16. Second strikeout for Serber. Well, so Serber's been pretty impressive up to this point. Here's Brady Burns, the third baseman. It's the second strikeout for him. Burns steps in there, the first pitch up and in. One ball, no strikes. John, one thing that learned yesterday after uh, the Eagleville softball championship game, now you'll find this remarkable. Swing and a miss. Zoe Ellis is the only senior on that squad. Yeah. Yeah. And you remember two or three of them are eighth graders that are now just finished their freshman year. Yeah. There's a strike. So now Burns in the hole. One ball, two strikes. Serber's wind in the pitch. Swing and a pop-up down the right side again. And the count remains one ball, two strikes. Thompson would be next. We're scoreless here in the second. The pitch. That one's high. Had to duck a little bit on that one. Then it's two balls, two strikes. And the pitch from Serber. High again, and it's full. I'll take a walk. Well, McKenzie brought a big crowd, too. I mean, they're, they're about taking over that left side over yeah, there. Yeah, I did hear one parent say, I'm ready to go home after this, though. Yeah. 3-2 pitch, walked him. Well, had him one and two, and he winds up losing him. That's the first walk given up by Serber. For the Eagles, number and two, brings up Ben, ben Thompson, Thompson, the center fielder. See, they've been here since Tuesday. <laughs> Eagle got to sleep in their own beds each night. That's another Big difference. Yes. Come on, Ben. Not over your head, son. I didn't know where you could snack. Let's go. And the first pitch to Thompson. This swung on. Bouncer first. That's going to get the runner to second. So a nice job of advancing the runner by Thompson. That goes three unassisted. And down at second goes Burns. So maybe Brody McLemore can get him in. Right fielder. Runner at second. There are two out, however. Serber checks the runner, the pitch. That's high. All of a sudden, strike zone has gotten a little high. One ball, no strikes. Eagleville has uh, six seniors. Pitch up again, and it's 2-0. Rockhold, Winters, Brewer, and Mabry 
first four in the lineup are seniors. So they still have some youth. Takes a pitch, it's in there for a strike. Taking all the way was McLemore. Here's the pitch. Swung on, shot to third. Nice play out there by Hickson. Throw to first, off the line, but he gets him, tags him. And the inning is over. No runs, a walk. Eagleville strands one. We've completed two. We're scoreless. McKenzie and Eagleville here on the single-A state championship in baseball. Your home, your auto. Together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Also, our coverage brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, Craig's Tax Service, and uh, State Farm Agent Emerson Williams in Smyrna on Keenan uh, Springs Road. Give them a call out there. Also want to thank JAJ Company, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, and Las Casas Feed Supply. Top of the third. Be the top of the order for McKenzie, McLaren, Hickson, and McDaniel to face Nathan Brewer. He just joined us. We're scoreless here in the as we go to the third. McLaren had a single. He's he's one for one. And the wind of the pitch had a cut and fouled it back out of play. 0-1. McKenzie's actually out hit Eagle by a run or a hit. McLaren hacking came up hacking in the first at bat. And hacking in this one, the pitch almost went. It's a little low. It's a ball and a strike. This is probably the best day of the entire week. Saturday was pleasant. Yep. 1-1 pitch. Swung on, shot through the hole, the right side, and it's a leadoff single. Man, he's been an impossible out today. McLaren two for two, and he leads off the third with a base hit. And here's Hayden Hicks, and he also singled back in the first. Just going the opposite way with it. Well, McKenzie's gotten the leadoff guy on now in all three innings so far. It was a walk last inning. Living dangerously right now, Eagle. And here's Hickson. Brewer, now time is called. All right, level up, guys. Let's go. Play with strength right here, son. Brewer gets a sign from Winters, and now the throw over. 
The runner at first, trying to keep him close. McLaren has good speed. Six and then McDaniel. It's the meat of the order for McKenzie. The Rebels trying to punch one across here. And the pitch. Strike called on one. Let's go, defense. Get your back and cleaners to work. Go. 0 1 the count. Swing, a liner into center field and a base hit. Here we go again. Back to back hits just like the first inning. And that brings up Jake McDaniel, the designated hitter who struck out in the first. Same exact situation, Brian, and Brewer was able to pitch out of it. Yeah, after that, uh, strikeout, a fly out to center field, and another strikeout, so I'd take the same. Runners at first and second, nobody out. We're scoreless in the third, and Anderson, like that McDaniel, the batter. He's the number three hitter. Now he calls time. They're playing a little game here. And Brewer getting a little <laughs> upset. I think the pitch, what he wants, is not getting to him quick enough. The pitch. Outside, one ball, no strikes. That was a fastball that just sailed a little bit out to the outside corner. One ball, no strikes. How about a 6-4-3? I'd love that. You got it, Nate. From the stretch is Brewer, the pitch. Swung on, popped it back out this way. Man, I'm telling you, can't believe you don't have your glove. Well, my problem is trying to find it. <laughs> well, I'd probably have to do some warm-up tosses for you because I don't know what you can still catch after all these years. Oh, no. Rotator cuff. One ball, one strike. Oh, is that what it is? Ball outside, two and one. Sunday baseball here from Riverdale High School. Brewer with a 2-1 count on a big hitter in a big situation. Runners get their lead. The 2-1. Strike call. And he's evened it up. Two balls, two strikes. Brewer trying to hold these runners right there. Gets the sign he wants. Checks the runners. 2-2 pitch. Swing. There's a shot to the right side. This may score a run. He stumbles around third. And he is going to score. And runners at first and third. So McKenzie draws first blood on three straight hits. Give uh, the RBI to McDaniel. McLaren slipped around going around third, but it didn't make any difference. And runners now at first and third. Still nobody out. So McKenzie on the scoreboard. It's one nothing. And here's Ty Anderson flight out to center his first time up. Get the ball, guys, get down. 
Brewers giving up three straight hits. The pitch is high. One ball, no strikes. Coach Bassham going to come out and have a little conversation, I think. Well, the, the speed of the game has been a little slow here this inning, and I think uh, just want to make sure he knows what, what he's going to throw next, that kind of thing. Our contest here today in the Class Single A Baseball Championship game on, of Spring Fling on State Farm Prep Sports is brought to you in part by good neighbor State Farm agents Jeannie Allman, Celeste Middleton, Bud Morris, Emerson Williams, David Wilson, Dana Womack, and Andy Womack. And don't forget our friends at Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. You can get expert orthopedic care here in Rutherford County with TOA. Live your best life. More information at TOA.com. Thanks, Skipper. And the conversation is over. Well, the music, background music. Yeah, I was just thinking you would think I was Gilligan. Oh, no. I'm the professor. (laughs) Brewer with the pitch. Swinging a miss. Wow. And it's 0-1. That may be the hardest pitch he's thrown today. McKenzie leads it 1-0 here in the third. The pitch. Just missed. Brewer. A little more quick, a little quicker now. The 2-1 pitch. Swing popped him up. Shallow center field. No, second baseman's got it. And he makes the catch. They're not going to send the runner. And a good thing, it's, it's blocked by winners. And there's one out. Pop out to the second baseman and on a nice play by Daniel. That thing was up there, skied for a long time. Up next, number 11. Made a good throw to get it in to keep uh, Hickson over there at third. It wasn't easy because he was drifting back when he made the catch. So now there's one out and a runner still at first and third. And brings up Jackson Cassidy, a strikeout victim in the first. Winner's going through the signs with him. Cassidy, the batter. Brewer, the pitch. Swung on, going second base. Could be two, flipped the second one on the first. Not in time, a run scores. Four, six on the force out. And McKenzie scores the second run. That is an RBI for Cassidy. Up next for the Rebels, number one, Zayden. So now two out, runner at first. Now, they do score a run, but that, to be honest, that's a pretty good situation if we can hold them here. 2 nothing, McKenzie, and now time is called. They are really stepping out on Nathan Brewer right now. Two runs are in, three singles. Two out here, runner at first. The pitch. Strike called on one. This is the uh, second time that Eagleville has been in the championship game. They were in it uh, back in 2012. I think we we were there, yeah. Yeah, we did. Ball's in the dirt. Runner going to take off and go to second. They throw and not in time. So a wild pitch. 
And then he's down at second base with two away. I saw the skipper of that team here today, Travis Holland. On one the pitch, or on one the count, or make that one and one the count. The pitch. Strike called, one ball, two strikes. Need to hold him here. The stretch, he checks the runner and Brewers pitch. Swing and fouled at the plate. It's kind of funny, McCaslin looked around to see, is it fair, is it foul, where'd it go? <laughs> yeah, he had no idea, did he? No. Like sometimes when I hit an eight iron. I don't know where it goes. And then I look down, it's right at my feet. <laughs> Brewer with a big pitch here, and it's on its way. Swung on, chopper up the middle, stopped by the shortstop throw, safe. And the run's going to score. And they get him at first, but the run's going to score. Jake McDaniel scores. As the runner get off the bag too soon, but what a terrific play by Rockhold. And now there'll be some discussion. I'm thinking that ran, run scored before they tagged him out. Well, the uh, umpire, home plate umpire, pointed at the plate. And so that does score. So three runs on three hits. Nobody left. Big inning for McKenzie. And we're going to the bottom of the third. Eagle finds himself trailing 3 nothing. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, Fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our coverage here brought to you on News Radio WGNS by Good Neighbor State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton out on North Thompson Lane in Murfreesboro near Medical Center Parkway, along with Fans Heating and Air, Middle Tennessee Electric, Sir Pizza, and Bowen's Body Shop. And John Eagle trailing for the first time in this state tournament, and really probably the first time in a long time. So see how they react to it here with the top of the order up. Yeah, it's uh, they hit, got hit with a three spot, and so don't try to get it all back at once. But you do need to start making some contact here on server. He's limited to one hit in two innings. He's 
struck out two, and he's walked one. the bottom of the third inning for the Eagles, number 22, Carter Rockhold. Well, the Rebels have come up hacking, and they've got three runs on six hits and got four runs in that uh, top of the third. And the first pitch is a strike called. The pitch. There's another strike, 0-2. Now the McKenzie crowd getting a little fired up. And the wind of the pitch. Oh, that was almost the same spot. Serber, who's done a good job so far facing Rockhold. And the pitch is a strike them out, throw them out, one away. Up next for the Eagles, number 10, Ryan Winters. So, so far, Tate Serber has had his way with Eagle. Ryan Winters singled in the first. It's their only hit. The wine in the pitch. He's throwing strikes right now, 0-1. The pitch. Popped him up, back out this play, out of way, out of, out of play, that is. And it's 0-2. Serber's pitch. Swung on, high chopper, could be trouble. Cutting off as the third baseman to throw the first. Oh, got him. That was bang, bang. Up next for the Eagles. Nice throw by Hickson. He put off McCaslin on the left side and threw out winners by a half a step, if that much. Here comes uh, Nathan Brewer, hit by a pitch in the first. Two out, nobody on for Serber. Well, it was one of the closer situations. Swing and a miss. 0 oh, and 1. The wind in the pitch, swung on, chopped foul down the first baseline. And he's down front now of Brewer. And this has been kind of the key. He's been getting in front on the count. The wind in the pitch, swinging a miss. And a really good inning. Fourth strikeout for Serbo. Three up, three down inning. And we're going to the top of the fourth after three. It's McKenzie three, Eagleville nothing. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. Man, I think it's a definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. 
That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you too. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. We're going now to the top of the fourth. Our new pitcher in for Eagleville. That's Tanner Mabry, right-hander on the mound. And I'm thinking Nathan Brewer's at first. Yes. It's single leg, man. They have to they have to keep his bat in the lineup and play a position. Well they do have um, in their lineup I think Ben Thomas or uh, Thompson, Thompson rather. Um, he's in there as not only the center fielder but the DH, so they can do a lot of things. They can keep him in the batting order even if he's not in the outfield or he's pitching. Well, the job for Mabry is to hold him right here. Take Serber on the mound. Three runs given up by Brewer on three innings pitch. Gave up four hits, struck out four, walked one. The pitch down low, one ball, no strikes. So Serber cruising with a 3-0 lead up to this point. The wind of the pitch swung on, fouled away out of play. And all of those runs would have been earned. Yes. We're in the fourth. Need a shutdown inning here. The pitch outside, 2-1. Serber struck out in the second. And now, what's wrong? Here we go. Well, there's nobody on, so. Coach Bassham's going out to. That's where he's at. I think it's on the mound, I think, on the rubber. He's, that's the. Third base umpire. Well, and it's something about how where yeah, he's starting the delivery, his foot, turning his foot, or Blue somewhere he's starting it. Count. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. Now the home plate umpires explaining it to Winters. But evidently Tanner knew what it was because Coach Bassham didn't say anything to him. So, and he's shaking his head, and just you know, and I can't say that I blame him. It's probably something he's been doing all year too. What do you think? Well, they got six officials out here. I guess you got a lot of eyes. <laughs> it's one and two. Two and one, maybe. Is that what it said? Yeah, two and one. Two and one. Yeah. Right. I was trying to think way. where his left hand was. <laughs> you got it, buddy. The pitch. Swung on and a deep fly ball into right center and overcomes Thompson to make that catch for out number one. Serber gave it a ride, but it's a fly out to center. Up next for the Rebels, well, number two. Eagleble has not Nolan had an easy pro. inning on defense. Well, they've had several base runners, to be honest. Yeah, this is the first time the leadoff guy's been retired. Yeah, Nolan Renfro, the batter, struck out. And there's a pitch in there for a strike, 0-1. Oh 
Well, you know Coach Bassham wants to win this game. He he may pull out several stops to try to. So far, there's a strike call. Server has kind of iced the uh, eagle bats. 0-2 the count. Mabry with the wind, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Well, the thing about this game, John, there is no tomorrow for either team. So, I mean, everybody's going to pull out all the stops. Up next, number five. With a winner-take-all championship game here. So, well, I'm thinking if you're McKenzie, you're going to have to let Serber go pretty much the rest of the way, I would think, unless there's a reliever in there that he's got left. Pitches a ball, one ball, no strikes. This is Birmingham, who grounded a second his first time. The pitch. Swung on a liner into right, right center field. And it's caught out there by Thompson again. And a three-up, three-down inning. There you go, Eagles. We're going to the bottom of fourth. Eagles trails 3-0 here on state championship spring fling on News Radio WGNS. Balfour, Tennessee is now the JHA company. I'm Josh Houston, and change is never easy, but with change comes new opportunity and a better way to serve you, the customer. Providing solutions for administrators and recognizing scholastic and athletic achievements in Middle Tennessee for almost two decades, JHA is committed to create a solution and provide products that mark the moments that matter to you. Find out more at jhacompany.com or call 615-867-6345 for more information. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. Hi, I'm Rick Thornton, Senior Vice President and Commercial Lender at First National Bank of Middle Tennessee. If you have commercial and business financial needs, let me put my extensive experience to work for you. You'll see why First National Bank of Middle Tennessee is the home for community banking. We have branches at 1708 Gateway Boulevard and 3427 Memorial Boulevard and always online at fnbmt.com. First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our coverage here brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Dana Womack out on South Church Street, along with Sir Pizza, Carpets by Osborne, Winner's Trophies, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, and Parks Auction. Going to the bottom of the fourth. Brian, we need some runs. Yes. Down 3 nothing. Need a big inning. Let's get it started now with Mabry. And Mabry, the batter, who had a great, impressive inning there in pitching. It'll be Mabry, Daniel, and Baker. The wind in the pitch. Lined in the left center field. Pretty well hit. That ball is gone. Ball is gone. Home run for Tanner Mabry. Deepest part of the park. Vasquez is on the scoreboard. It's 3-1. Now maybe we'll get something going here. So with the second hit off server. And it is a big one. Up next for the Eagles, number seven. And that brings up Colton Daniel. Round of the second, his first time up. They needed that. Big shot in the arm, Brian. Yeah, most certainly. Just second hit of the game, and it was a big one right there. Hopefully that gets these hot bats going. And something you mentioned about Serber just a few minutes ago, 
they want to keep him out there because I think it's probably going to be piecemeal after him. Yeah. Hits his high. I'm sure that you've got restricted um, pitch counts on the rest of their staff. And the pitch has popped up back this way out of play. Two strikes on him. Pitches outside. Brian, you're going to have to decipher for me again. Two and one. Two and one, yeah, thank you. I'm seeing the strikes. I can't see the balls. Oh, there's a pretty pitch. Count even, two balls, two strikes to Colton Daniel. Mabry just hit a leadoff homer and the pitch. Line drive, left field, base hit. There you go. Piecing them together. Now you can feel it in the air, can't you? Yeah, you can kind of feel like they're juiced. The crowd's back in it. This huge Eagle Bowl crowd that's here. John is tying run here at the plate. Braden Baker, the left fielder, struck out back in the second. Yeah, I don't know how many options McKenzie has past server. Right. You just can't have too much because they've played so many games. The wind in the pitch, sails high, one ball, no strikes. And I know Serber's not their ace. He pitched yesterday to get here. Maybe Serber pitched on Tuesday. One ball, no strikes, runner back. Which is probably why he could go today. Three to one. We're in the fourth. Sometimes it takes a minute to see the batter or see the pitcher as well. Pitch fastball up, two balls, no strikes. Runner at first, nobody out. Mabry led the inning off with a homer. Daniel singled, and that's where he is, and Baker the batter. 2-0 the count. Check the runner, the pitch. That's low, 3-0. I'll take a walk anytime. He's going to take one here. I feel a lot better when it's 3-3. Don't you? I feel yeah. a whole lot better. Yeah. The pitch. That's high. No, it's on a strike. Man, now I even waited, didn't I? You did. That was a long delay on that call. Three balls and a strike. He's checking over there, Daniel. Dancing off first. The 3 1, that's high. He walked it. That's good high there. That breaking ball, way high. Second walk by Serber. Next for the Eagles, number 16, Brady Burns. Runner at first and second. Nobody out. A run is in, and Brady Burns, the batter, he walked in the first. And now, going to have a little powwow with Serber. I would be very surprised if they go to the pin right at this point in the game. Yeah, and there's obviously no one throwing. But they could bring him from the in position player. Right, yeah, that's what I was going to say in terms of well, this smaller is schools, you don't have as many or deep as uh, rosters. This is a good time to thank all of our sponsors for the year. And, Brian, uh, we couldn't do it without them. And we've had so many and uh, some so faithful over the years. But some have been with us since the beginning. Uh, yes, and 
the beginning has been decades. And um, I, I I know some have been since I've been with you, and that's 25 at right, least. Right, and we want to thank all of them, of, of course, for, for their many years of support. It was, I guess, about that many years ago when we expanded our coverage and started doing more spring sports and things of that nature, and the coaches' shows got bigger and bigger. And so Bob Bugs, Stan Ball, staying with you after you've been so ugly to him uh, over the years. Well, I guess that's true. Runners at first and second, nobody out, and here is Burns. This is a big at bat at the inning, and he bunts it and he pops it up foul, 0 and 1. They're trying to get those runners down in scoring position. I think Brady will try that again. No balls and a strike. 3 1. Excuse me, Brian. One good thing on that scoreboard no outs right now, and so this is, could be the makings of a big inning for Eagle. That's ball inside. That was a good take because he kind of committed, then he backed up. One ball, one strike. Super is slowing down a lot, too. Maybe tiring a bit. That's outside. Two balls and a strike. Remember how earlier in the game he was so far ahead of the batters, and now he's falling behind. Makes a big difference. 2-1 pitch. Shows Bunts in the dirt. Nice stop there by Cassidy. And it's three and one. Another bad one. This place will be rocking. Serber looks in from Cassidy with the sign. Now checks the runner at first. Now at second. Three one pitch. That one's nowhere near. And the bases are loaded. That fact that ball went got away from Cassidy. And the bases are loaded. Well, had that not been the fourth ball right there, the two runners would have moved up easily. Third walk, back-to-back walks here in the uh, fourth. McKenzie's coach comes out to have a little conversation, and I think this may just be to slow momentum. Now he's going to make his second meeting in the mound. He's making a change, I think. And who are you going to call? Well, he looked at the left fielder, but I think the center fielder, uh, Anderson's coming in. It is Anderson. And probably McLaren's going to go to center. Serbert's day is done. He goes three innings, doesn't make it out of the fourth. New pitcher, indeed. Number one, Zayden McCaslin. Nope, McCaslin is going to pitch. So I bet Anderson's coming in maybe to take his spot at short. Right. We'll gather all of this up here for you. Serber is going out to center field. I think. Now he's going to go to left. He's going to go to left and McLaren. Uh, we'll move to center. Maybe Anderson's come in to play short. Does that make sense? Um, yes, because McCaslin wasn't short. So Serber goes to left, McLaren goes to center. And Anderson is short and the new pitcher 
going to be McCaslin. Boy, what a, what a situation he comes into. I got so excited the bases were loaded, I forgot to go to break. How's that? Defensive changes for the Rebels. Now playing left field, number seven, Tate Server. There's been a homer, a leadoff homer, a single, and two walks, and the bases are loaded. And it's shortstop. And the batter is going to be Ben Thompson. He grabbed the first baseman his first time up. Number 21, Trent Young. And the runners at first, second, and third will belong to Server. Right. So Thompson, we'll see what he does here. Base is full of Eagles. Daniel at third, Baker at second. And a hit him. Wow, that was easy. First pitch, hit by pitch, and it's three to two. And the bases are still loaded. For the Eagles, number six, Brody McLemore. Brady McLemore is the batter, grounded to third. He's 0 for 1. I'd make this guy work. He just came in. Oh, yeah. He already hit a batter. Make him work. Well, one pitch, and he hit a batter and a run in. Now, and the problem for McKenzie John is now the tying runs at third and the go-ahead runs in scoring position and still nobody out. So here's the pitch. Uh, strike called in the outside corner, 0-1. Eagleville just needs to keep the uh, foot on the throttle. Well, at the very least, they're back in it. 3-2, the pitch. Oh, that hit him. Hit him in the helmet. Wow, unbelievable. Had a no one to count, and we were tied. Two hit by pitch. I don't know if I've seen that ever. And it's 3-3. Three, three. next for the Eagles, number 22. Cole and I love McLemore. He just took it. The, help, the ball hit him in the head in the helmet. He just, just kind of jumped to first. He yeah. was fine. He bebopped yeah, the first. Yeah, bebopped. <laughs> so bases are still loaded with Eagles. This is an ideal inning. And the first pitch is a strike call. This is what they have done so many times this year. Rock hold the batter, reached on an air and struck out. And that almost hit him. Well, to say McCaslin is having control problems is an understatement. Three runs are in, we're tied. Pitch down low. There is action now in the bullpen for the Rebels. I think it's uh, two and one. Pitch is a strike call. I cannot see the scoreboard ever. Two and two, the count. I can see the umpire. If I take my sunglasses off, baby, it's starting to get a little better. The pitch. Oh, that sailed high. That hit him. I thought it hit him. I guess he didn't know how many balls it was. I yeah. thought it hit him, and he took off the first, but. I don't think, I, don't, I think it's just a ball. Yeah, it is. He thought it was. You're wanting everybody to get hit, aren't you? Well, he thought it was the fourth ball, too, I think. The 3-2 pitch. And there it is. All right. Fourth walk in the inning, or make, uh, excuse me, the second, third walk in the inning, that's the first given up by McCaslin, and it's 4-3. And the bases are still loaded. 
and nobody out. They'll take that all day, and now I think they're going to make another change, and we're going to we'll hold it right here. But if he makes a change, we may go to take a break here. Four runs are in. Now listen to this: a leadoff homer, a single, a walk, a walk, a hit batter, a hit batter, and another walk. That's Jeff Coat coming in, John, number right. 13. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Eagleville leads it 4-3 here on State Farm Prep Baseball. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and pricing. You can also email Kelly, Winner's Trophy, at Comcast.net. That's Winner's Trophy at Comcast.net. Any award for any occasion. Winner's Trophies, 904-6002. This is Steve Martin of Steve Martin Construction and online at stevemartinconstruction.com. We specialize in custom-built homes and work directly with you to assure that it's the home of your dreams. If you have the perfect lot, we can build the perfect home. Let us take your ideas and create the home you've always dreamed about. You can see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. Steve Martin Construction, online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Well, we're in the bottom of the fourth, and Eagle will struck for four runs. Brian's going to tell you just exactly all the pitching that's happened in this inning. Well, no problem. <laughs> Super's uh, book is closed now. Three runs on four hits, all earned. Three hits, four strikeouts, three walks, and a hit batter. McCaslin, no innings pitched because he hasn't gotten it out yet. He's... Walked one and hit two batters. And the three on right now belong to him. And the pitcher is Lane Anderson. And the first pitch to Ryan Winters is swung on and fouled back. Ryan is singled and he's grounded to third. Bases are loaded still for the Eagles. And still nobody out. Swing and a miss. Anderson in relief. They just want to try to get out of this inning as best they can. They are trailing, but boy, they got a long way to go here. Anderson's pitch. Strike three called, he took it. First strikeout for Anderson. And there's one out. Base is still low. Here's Brewer. Hit by pitch and struck out. Well, John, they're going to bat around unless there's a double play here. Yes. Well, this is the ninth batter, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, big man. Pitch is high. One ball, no strikes. I think this is a key batter here. If Anderson gets through there, then Kenzie's going to come out looking good. We need somebody to come up with a big hit. The pitch. Good cut. He fouled it back out of play. One ball, one strike. Pitch is down low. It's two and one. It's been a rough inning for McKenzie. The pitch. Popped him up. Is it in play? No, I believe it's going to be out of play. They take a look. They take a gander. 
with this crowd, I'm sure, I don't know how you reserved our table. I figured, I did see Floyd Walker looking like he wanted to sit here. <laughs> Stall David Limbaugh. 2-2 pitch. That's high. Count is now full. All right, take another walk. Line in the pitch. Swing and foul, popped up, left side, out of play. Well, he's spoiling anything that's close is Brewer. I don't think when Brewer was down 3 nothing, he thought he'd be up here for leading 4-3 when he batted. The wind, the 3-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, another big strikeout. A little changeup. Second strikeout for Anderson. Got a chance to get out of this. Up next for the Eagles, number 14, Tanner Mabry. Well, Mabry's got it all rolling here earlier. Well, if he hits this one. <laughs> yeah. The wind in the pitch. Outside, one ball, no strikes. Well, the problem is you don't want to give him too much to look at here because you know he's just hit a homer to start off the inning, but you have no place to put him. Pitch is a strike called outside corner. Two out now. Anderson is trying to get out of this and save McKenzie here. The pitch. Swung on, chopped the third. They're going to step on the bag, and the inning's over. But Eagleville comes back with four runs. They had two hits, two walks, two hit batters, and they strand three Eagles. But we have the lead. We're at the end of four. It's now Eagleville four, McKenzie three, here on State Farm Prep Baseball. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAllsup.com. You in a hurry for dinner? Well, we've made it even easier to order online at SirPizzaTN.com. Tap the location nearest you and begin your carryout or delivery order at SirPizzaTN.com. You can choose from our full menu and we'll take care of the rest. A Queen's Feast is calling my name. Order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. SirPizza, you made me love pizza again. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our coverage here of this class single-A state championship game brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Tanner Mabry, you know, I still can't read that thing. I can see the scoreboard a little bit now. <laughs> Mabry came in, shut the door, and... Also has a home run. He's done a little bit of everything so far. Second inning of work. And let's see who they're sending up. It'll be McLaren, Hickson, and McDaniel. Well, Different score now, 4-3 Eagleman. And Mabry came in leading off the inning faced the minimum. So I think the best thing for Eagleville is to get out of this uh, McKenzie fifth and get right back out there on the offensive side. 
And we're ready. McLaren, who has been a pain in the side to Eagle today, two for two and has run scored. The pitch. There's a strike called, 0-1. Yeah, this is really probably a very big inning for both teams. The 0-1. I think he went. No, he didn't go. They're not listening to me. Do they have the radio on over there at first base umpire? One-one pitch, outside, two balls and one. Oh, they call it a strike. Okay, I give up. Well, <laughs> maybe that was because the other one was really a strike. That's why he's having to put up his fingers so much. Swing and a shot to second. Smothered up there by Daniel. Throw the first in plenty of time. Drive number one. Well, that's a big out right there because McLaren has been impossible to get out. Brings up Hayden Hickson. He's been equally impossible. Yes. <laughs> Mabry gets the first out here in the fifth. Wine in the pitch. Strike called. Well, I don't know how you hit that ball. That what? came in at 86 miles an hour and just drops off the back of the plate. 0-1, the pitch. Swing and a miss. 0-2 the count. I like being in front in the count. No balls, two strikes. The wind in the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That's strikeout number two for Mabry. And there's two away in the inning. Jake McDaniel, the batter. Jake McDaniel. He is singled, driven in a run, and he struck out. They had three runs in the third inning, and Eagle came up with four in the fourth. Did he go? Yes. No. I'm giving up on that first base umpire. Well, I think he's, he's got not listening to me. His sunglasses are too dark, too. <laughs> I mean, these are the darkest sunglasses I think anybody had known to man. You can't even see my eyes, can you? No. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. It's great for the beach, but not so much here. Well, that pitch broke to the outside corner of the plate. And the 1-1. Outside, two balls and a strike. Two out, nobody on. We're in the fifth. McKenzie trails 4-3. And stepping out for a moment is McDaniel. The wind in the pitch, into the dirt. Three balls and a strike. The pitch. Strike called outside corner. I one thing about Mabry, he doesn't take he didn't waste any time, does he? No, he sure doesn't. Let's He's... get back and ready. I'm going. Let's do it. The wind the three-two pitch. Swing and miss. Came back and got McDaniel. Great inning for the Eagles. No runs, no hits, no errors. Three up, three down. In fact. Two strikeouts for Mabry. We're going to the bottom of the fifth. It's Eagleville four, McKenzie three here on the state championship in single A. Stay with us. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890 22 
800-223-3333. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Born in domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutoRepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Also, good neighbor State Farm Agent Andy Womack on Northfield Boulevard near the Ford dealer, helping to bring you State Farm Prep Sports from WGNS. Anderson is a second inning of work, and the first pitch is a swing and a foul down the third baseline by Colton Daniel. It'll be Daniel, Baker, and Burns. I know you're happy with the, the out, the one out, because it didn't mess up your sheet. That's very true. They, they batted nine, and that was it. There's a ball outside. Daniel singled in the fourth. He kind of really got the crowd fired up after the home run. There's a swing and a foul down the first baseline. I've just got to remember at the end that Mabry had two at-bats in the fourth. Yes. Well, you can just do a little, you know. Yeah. Thing. That's what I did. I just put a little asterisk. There's a liner into left center field. Drops in for a base hit. Good start here. We need some insurance. Daniel singles to left. Up next for the Eagles, number three, Braden Baker. Braden Baker singled and walked. He's 0 for 1. He scored a run, which four guys did in the fourth. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Eagle will lead him four to three. An insurance run, a big one down there at first. Anderson's pitch shows bunt, takes a strike on one. The wind, the pitch, that almost hit him. Consecutive hit batters. I don't know that I – maybe I've seen that before. but Well, especially not to drive in runs. And there's a butt, and it's a good one. Anderson's going to go to first, gets the lead runner, and sacrifice accomplished. Nice job by uh, Braden Baker, and it brings up Brady Burns, the third baseman who's walked twice and scored a run. So Daniel down there at second. One out. Stretch the pitch up and in. One ball, no strikes. A little chin music there from Anderson. Come on, Brady. You're the man, buddy. around that plate. Wind the pitch. Swung on. He popped it up. Out of play. Down the right side. One ball, one strike. Daniel with the lead is second. The pitch up and in. A little breaking pitch he's trying to throw. He's not breaking much. He's staying high and inside. Two balls and a strike. Here's the pitch. That one's up and in, and it's three and one. Anderson does have a base open. 
coach second. He's going to get on. The pitch. Boy, he didn't know whether to hold back, and he didn't. And then the count is now full. Three balls, two strikes. He knew it, too. I think it hit his bat, too, John. Yeah, a little tip. The 3-2 pitch. Fly ball, center field. On his horse and making the catch out there. And a fine one is McLaren. That ball was hit a long way. So Burns got good wood on it. And but they're two away. We've got a pinch hitter here, Brian. Number 21, Eagleville. Young. Pitch, first pitch swinging. And it's popped up to the second baseman for out number three. No runs, nothing doing for Eagleville in the fifth. They get no runs on one hit, and they strand one. We've completed, completed five innings of play. Eagleville still on top, four to three. Parks Auction, we handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. Whether you have a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply has premium feeds and dog foods you can't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Plus, every Saturday morning, they have a local producer-only farmer's market with fresh vegetables, beef, pork, and more. Customer service expertise that exceeds your expectations. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Hi, Anderson. Our coverage brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, along with Middle Tennessee Christian School. Ty Anderson stepping into the plate for McKenzie. We're in the top of the sixth. Eagle believes 4-3. They fly down. He fly down, popped up. He's 0 for 2. And Mabry, who has been impressive in his, this is his third inning now. And he's out front, 0-1, kicks and fires. Swing, a high fly ball, could be trouble. And it's kissed by the left fielder, Baker. That ball just kept selling away from him. And it's a leadoff double, and he's safe. So a leadoff double here in the sixth. By Anderson, it's going to bring up Cassidy. He struck out and grounded to second. He does have an RBI. And the Rebels, number 11, Jackson Cassidy. Well, that's unfortunate. He didn't really hit the ball that well, Brian. No, he didn't. And, um, you know, Baker had to come a long way in, Made tried to make a diving catch and almost came up with it and for a split second thought he did. Then you saw the ball dribble away. He did recover and get the ball down. And I think Anderson kind of pulled up a little bit thinking that he caught it and made it a little closer play at second than it should have been. So from the stretch, here's Mabry, the pitch. High, one ball, no strikes. We're in the sixth. 
That's the first hit off of Mabry. Mabry and the pitch. Swing and a miss. I just don't see how you hit that pitch. Ah, that I one in that either. same spot that he's got. He's got a lot of strikes on that pitch today. One and one to count. Runner is second. That's the tying run down there. Into the dirt. Winners with a good stop. And Mabry ready. The pitch. That was a little low. And he's falling behind. Three balls and a strike. Need to get this guy. Three and one to count. The pitch. Popped him up, back to the screen. Got your net? Nope. <laughs> Jammed him up that time. I know one thing. Your head is as red as a beet. Is it? Yep. I'd imagine so. You'll be fussing and complaining Tuesday. I got a lot of sun yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty cloudy. I guess I guess you can get a lot of sun, though, yeah. when you're out there as long as you were. The pitch. Fly ball going to be foul. Three balls, two strikes, the count. Runner at second for McKenzie here in the sixth. The batter is Cassidy. And Mabry has slowed a little bit with runner on. The 3-2 pitch. Bouncer short. They're going to go to third. He bobbled it, but the runner's in tight, caught up. He didn't know what to do. Now they got him in a rundown. They're going to tag him. Third. The runner going to go to second. Well, one thing Anderson did, first thing he did, he should have kept running. But when he didn't, he got into a rundown long enough for Cassidy to get to second. So that was a, a really a, a great hop. But in his quickness, Rockhold trying to throw it to get that lead runner, he bobbled it. But Anderson helped him out a little bit there. So that goes 6-5. Rebels, number one, Zayden McCassin. And a runner at second on the force. So he's basically on here on with the fielder's choice. Pitch is a ball high, one ball, no strikes. McCassin, the batter, walked and singled, drove in a run. Well, basically you have an out with the same situation right. that you had with nobody out. The pitch. A little high. Two balls, one strike. Wow. I'm purely guessing, so that sounds, you know. Yep. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Okay. Sun, these dark sunglasses. <laughs> Never wear them again. That's all I had. Maybe from the stretch. The 2-1 pitch. Oh, that was a good pitch. But evidently the umpire didn't think so. And what's he watching? <laughs> I'm, having, I, I'm not sure. The pitch. Walked him. Called it a strike, oh. John. Was he not? Okay. It was a delay strike call. 
Well, I need to quit. I need to quit. But it was so far outside. Yeah. I, I, okay. Well, that helps us. Here's the pitch. No, not going to be made. And they they push Cassidy back. Well, let's put it in there where he can't hit it. The stretch. Here's the pitch. Walking. First walk from Avery. Runner at first and second. First walk from Avery. And Coach Bassham going out for his first conversation with Tanner. Gives us a chance to uh, say thanks to some of our sponsors, including good neighbor State Farm agent Jeannie Allman out on Memorial Boulevard and David Wilson out on South Church Street. And don't forget Sir Pizza. They sponsor our game and coaches show podcast. You can find those at WGNSports.com or wherever you listen to audio. And don't forget, you can order your favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out or delivery. They have three Murfreesboro locations on East Main, South Church Street, and on Memorial Boulevard. Well, here's the situation. You've got one out. You've got runners at first and second. Number seven, Tate Serber. And Tate Serber, the batter, who has struck out and flied to deep center field with Thompson. He's 0 for 2. 4-3, Eagleville leads it. And the pitch. There's a strike. So and one. Right-handed better is in there. Mabry ready. Checks the runners, the pitch. Another good pitch. No balls, two strikes. All right, conversation. Don't know what it was about, but he's come back here and thrown two great ones. 0-2 to Serber, the pitch. So he went after a bad pitch, and he is out. Strikeout number four for Mabry. And we're almost out of this thing here. Renfro, the batter, struck out twice. He thought that fastball was coming right at him, John, and it bounced in front of the plate, and he swung at it anyway. But he had already committed. Yeah, the first two pitches set that up, didn't it? Yep. Mabry from the stretch. He's got two out now. Pitch. That's that's his pitch right there. 0 yeah. 1. And as a hitter, there's not anything much you can do about that. Right at the knees. Tanner checks the runners. And the pitch. That's outside. One ball, one strike. Well, that's the pitch that he's been getting inside, but outside he hasn't had as much right. success. You're right. Exactly right. One one. Here's the pitch. That one sells high. Tried to come over the top of that one. Two balls and a strike. Two out. We're in the top half of the sixth. Eagle leads it 4-3. State championship at stake. No, no pressure. The pitch. That was a little low. And he's behind three and one. I don't know how many innings Mabry can go, but I'm not sure either. 
the 3-1. Bouncer going to get out of it, hopefully. Rockhold flips, and the inning is over. Just a little easy flip to Daniel, and the inning is over. No runs for McKenzie. They get one hit. They get a walk, and they strand two. Big, big inning for Eagle We go to the bottom of the six. It's still 4-3. Eagles on top. Each team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm good neighbor State Farm agent Celeste Middleton, and I'd love the opportunity to talk to you about combining your home and auto insurance. Call me at 615-895-2700, and I can save you time and money. It's not just a home or a car. I'm State Farm agent Dana Womack. We see your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Give me a call at 615-900-0877, and let me help you give them the protection they deserve. You've heard people say, you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Also want to say thanks to good neighbor State Farm Agent Bud Morris out on Franklin Road, helping to bring you coverage today along with Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, Craig's Tax Service, and Dr. Automotive. Brian, all our city park, recreation, all the high schools. That's such a great job with another spring clean. Had to go a day and a half extra. Well, well actually, two days extra. It was it was maybe the most challenging spring fling with the weather that we've had in Murfreesboro. Brody Black McLemore is the batter, leading off here in the bottom of the sixth. Well, one more chance. We need a run or two. I'd like to get another insurance run. McLemore, Rockhold, and then Winters, the pitch. Lined in the left center field. That's going to drop in right in front of the center fielder. But, uh, uh, who is it now? Yeah, McLaren. A leadoff hit from Ackermore. Good start for the Eagles. Well, I agree with you. It would be nice to get a little more insurance here, John, and really put the pressure on McKenzie. Rock Holt showing bunt, takes a high. One ball, no strikes. Eagle ahead four to three here in the bottom of the sixth. Got all their runs in the bottom of the fourth. You know, you take those two innings away, both teams have played really well. Yep. The pitch popped him up, left side. Is it going to be deep enough? And nobody makes the play. That was kind of a late decision there, it looks like. McKenzie didn't quite. I don't think they picked the ball up immediately. One and one to count. To Rockhold. He's reached on an air, struck out, and he's walked. Anderson from the stretch. Third inning for him, isn't it, Brian, I think? Uh, this is the start of the third. He's come in and settled things down. 
pitch. Bunted, but that hit him on the way out, so it's a strike. Boy, that not hit him in the back, though. Been a pretty good bunt. One ball, two strikes. We'll see if he's still bunting with two strikes on him. The stretch, the pitch. Line drive into right, and it's going to be caught out there by Birmingham on a fine running catch. That ball was well hit. That brings up Ryan Winters. Eagle catcher, he singled, grounded to third, and he struck out. And at first is still McLemore. The wide in the pitch. Breaking pitch in there for a strike. That was a pretty good pitch. 0-1. How's the old Wi-Fi doing? It's warm on my leg. Go! Swung on. This one's well hit. Deep left field. This ball is back. It's up against the wall. They had to wait. And are they going to make it to third? He is going to be out. That was a great, great relay by McKenzie. And I think if he starts immediately, Brian, he's got third. Yeah. But there was a little bit of a hesitation at the beginning. Well, and... In fact, Winters was trailing him. He was almost a second before McLemore was halfway to third. And uh, that was a situation where if he'd have gotten there, would have been in real business now. You got uh, Sam running for yeah. Winters and Brewer the batter. Going to take a two-out hit now for that insurance run. Coach Bassham making sure that Keaton knows exactly what they need. Great relay by McKenzie. Got to give him credit. That had to be perfect, and it was. Anderson trying to get out of this inning. Pitch is high. One ball, no strikes. The Eagles, number eight, Nathan Brewer. Nathan's hit by a pitch, and he struck out twice. Love to see him get a hit here. Bassham with the lead at second. The pitch. Popped him up, left side, out of play. Into the dugout fan area, which I really don't know what that is. Well, it's just a group of people that got together by the dugout, hadn't they? Yeah, that's they do have they have some, some seats there. They have some visiting bleachers over there, which I, they've also got here on this side. Swing and a miss. Brewer going for broke. It's a big run out there. One ball, two strikes, the pitch. Well, that just missed. Nathan took that comfortably. I think he saw a better view of it than we did. Bassham out at second. Swing, a line drive, base hit into right field. Perfect space. Bassham's gonna score easily. And there's your insurance run. Nathan Brewer delivers with a two-out hit. And it's five to three. Up next for the Eagles, number 14, Tanner Mabry. Clutch hit right there, man. And no doubt about it either. 
it wasn't, you know, a hard line drive or anything like that, but he just hit it perfectly to where it was going to roll enough to get Winters in or Bassam in. Here's Mabry. Brewers at first. First run given up by Anderson. One ball, no strikes. Anderson's pitch. Bouncer through the hole, left side. They're going station to station here. Mabry, two for three today. It's the fourth hit of the inning off Anderson as well, so Eagle beginning to see him a little bit better. And you know as well as I do, when you're playing from the loser's bracket, sometimes the arms have been used so much that it's just take a little wear and tear off of him. And there was so much switching around the last time they changed pitchers. I I don't really want to see that now. Well, I'm not so sure that they're going to do that. I, I think this is just trying to talk to get him out of the inning. I mean, uh, and running at first base for the Eagles. John D's, the run and the three hits have all come after two out. 5-3 Eagle. In this inning, McLemore led off with a single. Then there was a fly out by Rockhold, deep to right center. Ryan Winters then doubled, but uh, McLemore was thrown out at third, trying to stretch it. And then Brewers drove in, Bassham running for Winters, and to make it five to three. And that's where we sit, runners in first and second, after another single by Mabry. And Anderson's out there, this is his ball game. It's five three, Eagle Boy. And looking ahead in the top of the seventh, it's the 8-9 and leadoff hitter for McKenzie. The pitch, strike called. Boy, that that pitch, I, I haven't been able to guess him today on that one, the umpire. And the 8-9 hitters are 0 for 5 combined. There's a the pitch, swung on into right field. Coming on is Birmingham, and that's your inning. So Daniel retired on the fly out to right, but we'll get that insurance run we needed. One run on four hits, and there were two left. We're going to the top of the seventh. Eagle with a chance to be state champions coming up here on State Farm Prep Baseball. Market declines, unemployment, oil prices. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. I'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long-term. We provide the tools for a disciplined approach to investing. Call 615-907-7056 for an opportunity to discuss your situation. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. 
Whether you're a student, alumni, or just a fan, Raider Tees has exactly what you need to help you cheer on the Blue Raiders on game days and every moment in between. We sell officially licensed Blue Raider gear. Whether it's clothing, hats, flags, chairs, or just whatever, we have it all, including exclusive gear you won't find anywhere else. Like us on Facebook for updates on new Blue Raider gear and special prices or discounts. For all your Blue Raider gear, shop Raider Tees today. Bigger, better, and go blue! I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. And here we go. Top half of the seventh, it'll be Nolan Renfro leading off against Mabry. And the piss to him swung on and missed. Renfro has struck out twice. He's 0 for 2. And the wind in the pitch. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Birmingham. Yes. Okay, sorry. I forgot to record an out over there. Birmingham is 0 for 2. The pitch. Outside or inside, that is. Two balls and a strike. McLaren would be next. The pitch. Swing and a miss. First out is one of the biggest if you can get it. Wine in the pitch. Bouncer foul down the first baseline. He stays alive. Two balls, two strikes. See, Mabry came on in the fourth, did he not? The fourth, fifth, sixth. Is that correct? Yes. Yep, yep. This is his fourth, fourth inning work. The wine in the pitch from the right-hander. Popped him up. Center field. And it's going to be caught out there. There's one out by Thompson. One out in the seventh. Now you can start feeling it a little bit, Brian. Well, the first one is huge. But this top of the order, John, has been tough. McKenzie's McLearn is two for three. So is Hayden Hickson. The last time up, they were struck out. Strike called. Can they do it? The Eagle baseball team and the softball team winning on line drive for first. Maybe so. McLaren retired. He hit it pretty well. For the Rebels, number six, Hayden Hickson. And the last hope for McKenzie is Hayden Hickson, who's two for three. He's had a good day. Maybe one out away from giving Eagleville a state championship. The wind in the pitch, a pie, one ball, no strikes. Eagleville girls won it yesterday in softball. Eagleville with a huge chance here right now. Two out in the inning, the pitch. Low and outside. One ball, one strike. Mabry walking off, getting off the mound. He knows what this moment's worth. Knows how important it is. Each pitch. Two out, nobody on. The pitch to Hickson. High fly ball. This should do it. Thompson holds up his hands. He's got it. And Eagleville has won a state championship in baseball. And they did it really convincingly. This was the closest game I guess they had through the entire tournament. And everybody gets on the pylon. What an unbelievable weekend for Eagleville. 
softball championship yesterday, a baseball state championship today. And a lot of times you get that opportunity and you can't pull it off. Well, the Eagle Bowl Eagles did. Uh, they did quite well. And they win it, uh, the final in this one, five to three. They outscored their opponents in this state tournament, John, 40 to four. Like I said, closest game was today. That's wow. it. Got to give McKenzie credit, but Eagle was just too much for him today. And some great relief pitching by Tanner Mabry, who also hit a home run in this game. We're going to take a timeout as Eagleville celebrates, and we'll be back here on the Prentice Awesome Millionaire post-game show to wrap things up here from the state tournament. And, of course, the trophy presentation will also be coming up as well in just a few minutes. Stay with us here on News Radio WGNS. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the Law Offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. And we're going to be heading over to talk with Tim Sutter over at Middle Tennessee Electric. What is Green Switch 100? Green Switch 100 is a new option when it comes to a renewables energy program. We developed Green Switch 100 to be able to give members a low-cost option to source 100% of their energy needs through renewables. Tim Sutter visiting with us, Middle Tennessee Electric. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a, a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, we're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. One hot and ready classic. We actually changed it with... What? You've changed, Little Caesars. You've changed! You've changed! Ah! Tell me why! It tastes even better because we added 33% more pepperoni. Give me one of those. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza in Murfreesboro. Four locations. Memorial Boulevard, South Rutherford Boulevard, Old Ford Parkway, and Warrior Drive. Walk in and walk out with a new hot and ready classic with 33% more pepperoni. Pizza, pizza. Next, it's the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air post-game show. Let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Awesome Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Now, let's rejoin the primetime sports team here on News Radio WGNS. And just as we say that, McKenzie is getting the runner up trophy or the plaque presented to them. And in just a second, you'll hear the uh, large applause by the Eagleville fans that have assembled here. Uh, it wasn't easy today, Brian. It was a 5 3 win, but uh, considering that. Uh, they had to face a little adversity today, but they came through with flying colors. Yeah, and, John, you never know. I mean, they haven't 
faced this kind of adversity in a long time and, and, uh, and through this state tournament and got down 3 nothing, and had to come back and uh, had a huge fourth inning. Actually took the lead on a four-run fourth inning. Got a little insurance in the sixth inning, and that put all the pressure in the world on McKenzie at that point. And um, I know McKenzie's disappointed, but, John, they were they were just like the team that kept on chugging. You know, they, they lost a game in the tournament uh, to Peabody and then turned around and beat Gordonsville and then beat Peabody twice to get here. And um, I, I thought their pitchers had some good stuff, especially Anderson, who came in uh, after Suber lost his control a little bit. Uh, Anderson came in and only gave up one more run, so he kind of did his job to keep it close. Well, they just received the plank, and you got to be happy for Coach Bassham and the, uh, the Eagleville bunch and, and these fans. You know, you waited so long for this to happen, and for this to happen in the two days in a row, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah. and uh, It's so big, Tom Craig even here. <laughs> to be able to do that, too, with his sons, I know is super special yes. for, for Brandon. And uh, got to take and a picture with them. And here's the uh, championship trophy going to him. The Eagleball Eagle. Well, I guess you can hear from the crowd reaction. And they're going to take a little run to the outfield around the bases or something. Yeah, I hope it's not that heavy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little ritual I've not seen before. But that's I know, good. yeah, that's right. Dennis Reed in the audience. He's happy to see the Eagle for victory as well. Most and are you ready? Yes, sir. I guess, I, can, I guess our celebration is over, but we're so thankful and happy for the Eagle for Eagles today. Uh, let's go to our player of the game, which I think we're pretty much excited on that early. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mabry. How about you? Well, uh, I'll tell you what he did today, John. At the plate, he was two for three with a run scored and a run driven in on that solo homer in the four that really got the bats going. Up until that point, they'd only had one hit, and uh, that was part of that was the first run of that big four-run fourth inning. Not only did he do that, he came in and pitched four innings today, no runs, one hit. Struck out four and walked a batter, so uh, he came in in relief, uh, Brewer, and did his job. It was a tremendous job today by Mabry. Okay, that's your player of the game, Dr. Automotive player of the game. It's secure for your car. That's Dr. Automotive. Brothers Danny and Randy Brewer are lifelong Rutherford Countyans and want to be your trusted car care source. Barn and domestic auto repair, Dr. Automotive. They're on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna and online at SmyrnaAutoRepair.com. Our keys to the game, uh, I think, Brian, uh, uh, we've got to look at the fourth yeah. when they were down 3 nothing, And that was that was a crucial moment. What what do they do? Down, first time in the state tournament, first time in a long time. I mean, it, it's been a while since they've had a challenge. They've only lost two games this season. And um, they took that moment, came back with the big bats. Mabry got them started, had a big fourth inning, and uh, that fourth inning enough for them to win a state title, their first in school history in baseball. Only the second team sport to win a championship since 1924. The first game yesterday was softball. Well, congratulations to Tanner Mabry. He is our uh, player of the game, and the key to the game, of course, 
was the bottom of the fourth. Tax laws can be very confusing and make sense to get help with your taxes. Craig's Tax Service specializes in personal and business tax preparation, preparation from the finances and bookkeeping services. Call them today at 615-890-2233. And if you missed part of the game, you can always check out WGNSSports.com and tap on the Surf Pizza Podcast button to download or listen. You can now order your favorite pizza online. Go to SurfPizzaTN.com for carryout or delivery at Surf Pizza on East Main, South Church Street, and on Memorial Boulevard. And, you know, Brian, with the two state wins for the Eagle Bowl softball team and the Eagle Bowl baseball team, let's make them a Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance highlight. The both teams, that is unbelievable. What would you say, 1924? Okay. I'm not going to say you're just going to point to me. Okay. Well, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to Eagle from Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. Help you live your best life. I bet everybody's going to go down to Coach T's. Eagle celebrate today. Whether you're in the game on the sidelines or cheering from the stands, the doctors and staff at TOA are here for you online at TOA.com. We gave Coach T's a, a shout-out. Oh, how about that? Yeah, you know. So great, great for the Eagle Bowl community. You've got the highlights and uh, you've got the stats. We're going to let you wrap things up for us, and uh, we'll get out of Dodge here and let them enjoy this celebration. All right, this from uh, JHA Company, Fan Seating and Air, and winner's trophies uh, for McKenzie. Colin McLaren was one for four with a run scored, two for four for Hayden Hickson with a run scored. Jake McDaniel was one for three with a run driven in. Ty Anderson was one for three. An RBI for Jackson Cassidy. And Zayden McCaslin was one for one with an RBI. He walked twice. For their pitching staff, Suber, three innings, four runs, all earned, three hits, four strikeouts, three walks, and a hit batter. McCaslin, no innings, uh, didn't give up any runs, but uh, uh, two hit batters and a walk allowed uh, for a big inning there to continue. And Anderson, in his three innings, gave up only one run on five hits, no strikeouts, and a walk. For Eagle, Brewer went uh, three innings, three runs, all earned, six hits, four strikeouts, and a walk. Mabry in relief in his four innings, no runs, one hit, struck out four, and walked one batter. For the Eagle bats today, Ryan Winters was two for four with a run scored. That big insurance run in the sixth. Nathan Brewer was one for three with a run driven in. Two for three with a run scored and a run driven in for Tanner Mabry, that big uh, solo homer in the fourth. Colton Daniel was two for four with a run scored. 0 for two with a run scored on a walk uh, for Braden Baker. 0 for one with a run scored on two walks for Brady Burns, and one for two for Brody McLemore. Eagle Bowl season ends at 37 and two. That's right, 37 and two, and that's, state champion. That's almost unbelievable. That's almost hard to believe. I mean, two losses the entire season. Um, and, and a lot of them weren't close games. A lot of them were run rule, right. too. You know, well, so. The one to get here to this game was the same, was the run rule yeah. game. Just kind of uh, wanted to recap this week. It, it's been a tremendous week. Stewart's Creek uh, Baseball got to the state's final six in Class 4A. And afterward, uh, one of our great friends in this business, Mike Bartlett, announced his retirement from baseball. So, uh, well, he can always join the broadcasting crew here 
There's always a place for it. Well, that, that's true. He'll, he's got a honeydew list that's really long, yeah. like 30 years long probably. Uh, Riverdale baseball got to the final four with a 26-17 and 17 season-ending record. Uh, Stewart's Creek softball in the state's final six, 29-12-1. and one. And uh, Eagle Bowl softball state champs yesterday with a 21-8 and eight record. And Eagle Bowl baseball now today with a 37-2 and two season and state champions. So been a great uh, great run here through the spring fling. That's going to wrap up our prep coverage until uh, August. And can't uh, get by without saying uh, thanks to Zach Woodard back at the station. He's done a lot of the heavy lifting this week and over the past several um, months especially. And um, couldn't have done it without him here this week. Uh, he's been going since before six he's, this morning. He's like Iron Man. I know, he, he is. Just, he just never stops. So, there you go. Well, buddy, I guess we're through with sports for a while. That's uh, that's okay with me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll see you, to, uh, see you Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. You can't get away from me no, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> hey, for uh, Brian and, uh, of course, Zach. And, you know, it's kind of teary-eyed, you know. But two big wins, two big championships. Uh, so happy for Eagle today. For Brian Barrett, this is John Dinkins. Until August here on Primetime Sports, we'll, we'll talk to you later. So long, everybody. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game.